to another episode of the Real Nations Raiders podcast. Uh, we are actually recording this a couple hours uh, after our loss to the New England Patriots. And I know we all have a lot to, to say about it, but we'll try to keep this podcast short, uh, this game recap, as we always do. And I'll, I'll start off by saying... Um, our defense, and, and we'll, we'll go over each of these, but this is just my overall takes, and I'll get your overall takes. Our defense either looks really good or really bad. I don't feel like there's an in-between. So they, they they will start off well. They'll get a third, you know, they'll stop a third down, and then the, the next series, you know, they'll give up a, a third down for a 40-yard run because they can't stop the run worth the shit. So um, I feel like the last two weeks our offense had to – fix the mistakes of the defense because defense was still giving up 30 points a game the last two games they, they still gave up 30 points 29 points uh this game um and the offense just couldn't carry them like they did the first two games so that's kind of my overall takeaway Derek. What, what's your overall takeaway uh, i mean we showed today that you know if the offense just does not have their a game you know, ideally, you want to put yourself. You want to have a defense to where you're at least in the position to win the game. Um, and I actually will take some blame for how bad the defense played later in the game because I tweeted from our podcast Twitter that the defense was playing well at the beginning of the game. So go ahead, blame me all you want. Maybe it should be fired, Derek, instead of fire Paul Gunther. Maybe. <laughs> well, that no, that's what I mean. It's the inconsistencies. Is they're they're really good or really bad? They're not even like in between. And I think that's right. Like, and, they, and they were. I thought, the, I thought the defense was lights out the first half, um, except for that long that drive they uh, that put the Patriot that gave the Patriots a touchdown at the end, which really um, was a drive that was mostly through the run. It wasn't Cam Newton. And actually, if you look at Cam Newton's stats, they were not impressive. Um, if you had to, if you told me um, before the game that we were going to lose, I would have said, "Well, that sounds sounds reasonable." But I would have bet it would have been because Cam Newton had a great game. Cam did not. He was seventeen out of twenty-eight, one sixty-two, one touchdown and one pick. It was the run defense that um, was absolutely garbage today. We had uh, we gave up one hundred and seventeen rushing yards to. Sony Mitchell on nine fucking carries, excuse my language, nine carries, 117 yards. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, or J.J. Taylor, excuse me, who is an undrafted rookie out of the University of Arizona, where I went to, um, had 43 yards on 11 carries. An undrafted rookie had 43 yards. Granted, um, I mean, as long as the carry was only nine yards, but still... Uh, Cam Newton only had 27 rushing yards and nine carries, which is not that big of a deal. So they're just. But you got to look at you got to look at where his running yards came from. Cam Newton's running yards came from in a very crucial point of the game at towards the end. Like that is, this is bad play calling, man. We were out coached today, and it's very obvious that we were out coached today. Cam Newton didn't play a great game. He made mistakes, but our defense. Fucking trash, and I don't give a shit, man. It's trash, and it's just ridiculous, man. We should not have fired Buckner for one. Our defensive line is playing worse than it was last year. Okay, our our safeties today played terrible, man. I understand where it's coming from with Jonathan Abram. It's like his rookie year, 
But Eric Harris, man, he the double moves, man, the missed tackles, he's, it's awful. It's terrible to watch. And it it's just that pisses me off, man, because I, I just feel like that we have so much potential, man, but we're we're hindered every year by our defense and it, it's just killing me. And I am the front runner of this fan or of this little club here. Fire Paul Gunther right now. You should not even let him get on the freaking plane, man. Like he's terrible. And I don't care. He is trash. Well, I think we got uh, Adam's point of view, Zerko. Uh, <laughs> what's your overall takeaway, especially on the exact same place that they ran five different ways uh, to beat us? I mean, it, it looked like that the Raiders, you know, Paul Gunther had this defense not doing any film study, not watching any videos or anything, because if you watch, the New England Patriots literally ran the same toss play every single time. It was either to the le- a toss to the left or a toss to the right. They literally ran the same exact play every single time. And they, they we looked lost out there watching this season. It kind of reminds me of the 2016 season where if we win, we win close games. But if we lose, we get blown smooth out. Um, I'm, I'm hoping we don't. it doesn't come to that. We have Buffalo Bills next. We have Kansas City after that, and then we have a bye. But um, this these next two games are very important games because one is a divisional game as far as the AFC West go, and one is a is a, is a conference game as far as the AFC go as a whole. This us playing the Bills could be the difference between if we get that seventh seed or not for the extra playoff spot. So we're going to we're going to need this win on Sunday. This this could be the determining factor on if we make the playoffs or not for the AFC. Um, and uh, like like Adam said, fire Paul Gunther. This, he has to go. We didn't bring Rod Miller. We didn't bring Rod in here to be no defensive line coach. I know that. You know that. Rod knows. He's just waiting. John, I don't know what's taking so long. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to get – I don't want to get too ahead of myself because it's only week three. Um, I expect games like this to happen for us, having a young secondary that we have, just having a young team all in general. But before things go from bad to worse, um, that defense needs to get fixed at mm-hmm. All right, so we'll, we'll go into the, the defense conversation, then we'll go to the offense, and we'll wrap it up. Uh, I'll, I'll start with you, Zerko, since you were mentioning the defense. My, my concern here is, and to Adam's point, I completely agree, our defensive line is trash. Uh, I feel like it's gotten worse. I don't know if that's a Rod Marinelli thing. I don't know what it is, but or a play calling thing. But it is just horrifically bad. We were fifth best in the NFL on run defense. I think we are probably close to last <laughs> run defense this year. I don't know what changed. We are supposed to have gotten a better coach and better players like Malik Collins, but it has not shown at all. Uh, Jonathan Abram was just completely lost today. Like he was just like. My son could run around him, and he couldn't tackle him. Um, and, and still, my biggest complaint, and besides you need to get Earl Thomas, um, is we just don't know how to tackle. Like, who's teaching these people how to tackle? Who's tackling the shoulders? Who's just shouldering their legs? Fucking wrap up. I don't understand who's teaching them how to tackle. So that's kind of my overall take to the defense. It, it's just it, 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 all three games, it's been like that. All three games. Enough. In all fairness to us, uh, Chargers just lost. So thank, still, thank God. Now we got to hope the freaking queefs. The Broncos are the Broncos are down as well. 
Um, so we could be, uh, if Kansas City loses tomorrow, we could be, uh, we'll be tied in the AFC West. If Kansas City wins, we'll have second place all to ourselves. Yeah, and how it's looking, I kind of like this new playoff format because it kind of guarantees that two teams from every division will make it to the playoffs. Not how good your division is, maybe three. Or four. There could be a division, there could be a division of three. Yeah, because like, as far as the NFC go. If things stay the way they are, the NFC West will have three teams out that division making the playoffs. I mean, well, it's, it's really early. It's too, it's, it's too early to tell that. It's just realistic that um, that teams could a third a third team coming out of a division. I you know I don't think and I don't really, I don't mean to interrupt you here, Zerko, but I talking about our defense. We signed Malik Collins, and it's like I don't even know Malik Collins is on our team with how, with how he's played so far this season. Um, it's like we don't even – I forget that he's literally on the team. And Corey Littleton is just not um, been up to uh, as good as advertised either. So him, I think Malik Collins and Corey Littleton are the two biggest disappointments so far. Eric Harris has been trashed. We knew Eric Harris wasn't but- – but you, you have you have to remember these those two players are coming from teams where they weren't quote unquote the guy. Malik Collins is coming from Dallas where they had at that time Byron Jones, you got Demarcus Lawrence, and you got that whole linebacker core. So when you have talent surrounding you like the Malik Collins did, it's easy for you to make plays. As far as Corey Littleton goes, you have Jalen Ramsey behind you, you got Aaron Donald in front of you. It's easy for you to make plays when you got those two type of caliber players coming to the Raiders. For the defense, he doesn't have anybody. He doesn't have a, a marquee player or a big-name player in front of him or behind him who he can rely on to do their job. So as a linebacker, he could do his job. So him coming to our team, both of them coming to our team, is making our job, is making both of their jobs a lot harder than it was previously. See, but that's not what that was supposed to be, though. They were supposed to come in and be our solutions to those problems. Like, and it's but, just... but. I mean, I understand. I understand where he's coming from. Like, I understand that. It's just Littleton missed some important tackles today. Uh, I mean, I just, I don't know. There's just a bunch of stuff wrong with our defense, and it's kind of scary because it's really hard to win a shootout every single game. So it, it's just really scary. It's scary. It, it, it can be. Teams have shown that it can be done. I mean, the Chiefs have a better defense than us, but they've won. I mean, they. They won. They had a in 2018. The Chiefs' defense was god awful, and they almost went to the Super Bowl. You can win a game. You can win in the NFL. You can win in the NFL if you have a horrible defense. Well, yeah, you can. You have to, but you're. But if your offense even has a day off, you know you're not gonna. It's almost like you're just not in the game. I mean, uh, there. I'm good. There were some positives on the defense today. Um, Max Crosby had two sacks. He came alive today. Um, Jonathan Abram had a bad game overall, but he did have his first career interception. And Arden Key made a game, a t- I almost said game, obviously not a game, a uh, touchdown-saving uh, deflection when he uh, when Cam Newton was about to give that screen, screen pass over. Um, so Arden Key actually saved the touchdown today. I just don't so, understand how a guy like Rex Burkhead can run for all of those yards. Like, they made us look like... Oh, we were scrubs, man, and it's embarrassing, and it's it's really, really, really embarrassing to allow almost 300 yards rushing in a game. 
it's it's super embarrassing and i really hope john gruden lights a fire under that ass man because it's really irritating it's game in and game out man like like you say dom man it's really inconsistent and inconsistency is very 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 frustrating i can imagine how the coaches are feeling i'll i'll, I'll take this back to zirkle and then i'll, I'll let him finish his thoughts on defense but zirkle how what are your thoughts? How do we fix this? Is it a coaching issue? Is it a player issue? Is it just lack of experience? What is it? How do we fix it? All of the above. And um, I say fire Paul Gunther. I, mean, I know Manelli is a defensive line coach, so he's in charge of the defensive line. What they do reflects on him. But Paul Gunther is the defensive coordinator. That means he's in charge of the whole entire defense every position and if you're not doing your job i mean he's the one calling the plays as far as we know for the defense so if you as a defensive coordinator you aren't doing your job making sure that front four them linebackers and that secondary is on their a game when you call on these plays that falls on you he needs to go he ain't working out the press conference he mentioned it's a lot of injuries and blah 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 that's the same excuse every year exactly it's it's going to be injuries it's going to happen (laughs) Paul Gunther needs to go. Let Marinelli do what he do because I believe during the time that Marinelli spent as defensive coordinator, he never had a defense ranked above number 10. Mm-hmm. He's always had a top 10 defense or better in the NFL as a defensive coordinator. I do believe that Marinelli can take this defense to where it needs to be. And, yes, it also is an experience issue because we have a young secondary. Mullins is in his second year. Nixon, he was hurt last year, so he barely played. He's finally getting some burn in here. Abram, this is technically his rookie year because he we mm-hmm. only had him for one game. Eric Harris, he had one good game last season, and all of a sudden people are rah-rah by him. I was never sold to him. Yes, he had that one game against Phillip Rivers, who's old and should be retired. But let, we need to, we, we want to see Eric Harris to get some top competition to some top QBs. We're seeing that and what that's reflecting. Earl Thomas is still out there. Earl Thomas is available. I don't know why he's still available. I can't speculate. To me, he's better than any safety we have on our roster right now. Bringing him in with Abram in the backfield, that, that's going to be a deadly combination. Um, we, we just, we, something's got to give before it, it gets too late, before mm-hmm. this goes from bad to worse. Like I said, I don't want to over-exaggerate. I don't want to put too much into it because it's only week three, and we are two and one. Right. We're still above 500. We're still winning games, and we're still doing what we need to do. But before this goes bad, because our next three games are very crucial, this needs to get taken care of. I'm expecting if Paul Gunther isn't fired by the end of today, I'm expecting him to be fired by the time our uh, our bye week comes up. Well, I mean, That's, I, but Buffalo's going to throw three, four, five hundred yards on us. I think we all know that. Yeah, we're going. To, yeah, we're and Josh Allen's going to run. He, or he's going to try to run. That that's what their defense is, is based upon. It's not really based upon a, a running back run game. It's it's Josh Allen running and Josh Allen passing. We're going to have to try to neutralize one of the two. And unfortunately, we don't have a defensive coordinator who can. I think it's time to move on from some of the pieces on defense. For example, Arden Key. Why the hell is he still on the roster? I don't understand this. Yes, he made a good play today, but that's just today. This man has been nothing but Bush League the whole time he's been on our damn team. And what? He's been three years. He's been on the team for three years, right? Two or three years? Three years. All right. What has he done productive in three years? Nothing. All right. So I think I think this was the one good play that he's that I can think of off the top of my head. It was literally exactly. Today. So some yeah. of these pieces on defenses on defense that is not 
producing at a steady rate, man, you, you got to move on. It's just, I feel like it's being forced. I feel like some of these players are on the team just because Gunther is still there. Like, I just, and it really drives me insane. It, it makes me but, so but mad, like, man. Or, or you could do things and keep things so much simple and so much easier if you allow these people to play the extra positions. That That's true. So, so Joiner, part, go ahead. No, go ahead. Joiner, real quick, Joiner. He's not a he's not a DB. He's not a cornerback. Oh never has been. He uh-uh. never will be. He's he plays best at safety. If you don't want to bring Earl Thomas in, you're paying Joiner all that money. Get rid of Eric Harris. Put Joiner back there with Abram at the safety position, like he played, like his that's actually it's his original position. I just and let um I, what's our, our rookie DB who has it who's been Amik Amik Robertson yeah. Or Meek Robertson, let him play. He was number one in college as far as his defense mm-hmm. goes. Let, let him play. Get a guy a shot. We at this point we have nothing to lose. Really. Exactly. You, you out there, let everybody else play. Let make this man active and let him play. Let, let's see what he can do. Let's see what he can bring to the table. I agree. So my question to you, Adam, is what needs to be fixed? And uh, I just want to throw this out there because I don't completely blame the players. Because this has happened year in, year out. People like Arden Key. Can you say that again? You kind of cut stuff out. Stuff like that. It, it's coaching. Zone coverages, you're going to allow people to catch the ball. You just are. And That's so it's hard to, exactly it's hard to blame yeah. a Corey Littleton or, or, I mean, doesn't mean they don't make stupid plays. Well, but it, is it a coaching problem or is it a player problem on defense? I think it's a mixture of both. Uh, I I honestly think, you know, I'm not like a guru of like defense or anything like that. So, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to say, but I think Paul Gunther's scheme is trash. And I've thought that for a while. I mean, I didn't think that his defenses in Cincinnati were very good. Uh, but there's also some players that are questionable on why they are starting. Like, it makes me wonder what was going through John Gruden and Big Cock Mayock's mind whenever – they have Eric Harris starting as safety. Like, we cut Demarius Randall, which I disagree with. I think that he would have been better than Harris. But, that's that, I mean, again, I don't know that. Uh, clearly, the coaching staff thought differently. Uh, but I think it's mainly a scheme problem. And But, I don't know, our defense, you look at defenses around the league, and it, we just play so differently. Like, it, we're bad. Man, I think that we have the worst defense in the NFL. Derek, what's wrong? How do we fix it? I mean, I want to be, and, and, and this is ironic coming from me, I want to be the positive one who says that things are just going to correct themselves from over the course of the season when the players play more together and, you know, the lack of preseason maybe, you know, they're not where they should be. I want to say that, and I think that's partially true. So I think it's just going to get better naturally over time. But to fix this, I think I truly think it's Gunther more than anything. Um, because we have, we've seen the defensive players. We've brought in guys and cut guys. Yeah, we've held on to some guys too. But overall, there has been a lot of, you know, a fair amount of turnover on the defense. And the one turnover that's not there is Paul Gunther. And can I can I ask a fair question? I'm sorry to interrupt you, Derek, but let me ask you all a question. Every single year, do we or do we not say what you just said, Derek, that it's going to get better over time? Do we do we or do we not usually say that every year? 
We do say that almost every year. Okay, so now it's time to fire Paul E.G. It's this time. It is time. It's it's just in everyone's best interest for him to go. Maybe not until the bye week, but eventually sometime this year he needs to go. I, I don't think I don't think firing I don't think firing Paul E.G. before the Buffalo game is really going to make a huge difference. Yeah, I, I, now. Me, honestly, I, I, agree. I think he should be fired, but I would prefer it gets done maybe after the Kansas City game. That way we cut where we have a bye week. That way that gives that gives the mm-hmm. team time to learn Marinelli's system. It's not going to happen overnight, but I think um, that that should happen during the bye week. That way the players have a bye week and we have a couple of days off to, to learn and play but and to learn his system. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here and say I mean if we fire Gunther who's gonna be the D coordinator obviously it's gonna be Ron Marinelli and he's had a he's been a good defensive coordinator his career but isn't it somewhat ironic that we would replace Paul Gunther with the position coach of probably right now at least the most disappointing position on the defense isn't that a little bit ironic just a little yes I, I mean at the same time though I mean if Paul Gunther's calling shitty ass play calls not doing blitzes. I, I don't know what you expect Marinelli to do. <laughs> like, you know, they're, they yeah, get some pressure. Only, yeah. He can only do so much. Remember, Marinelli isn't the one calling the plays. Paul, uh, Paul Gunther is. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's like blaming Derek Carr for checking down when the play calls a check down. Like, it's, it's yeah. that's just right. how it is. But would, if, if Marinelli takes over, is he truly going to actually input a system, or is he going to just kind of try to bandage cover Gunther's system the best he can? Oh, oh, no. I, I think season. he's going to put his system. His system has worked. His system has proven to be very successful in the NFL. I think he's just like the rest of us. He's just buying right now. He's on. He's buying time. He's wondering just like we are. When when am I taking over so I can put my system in place? I mean, it's not going to happen overnight, but it, yeah. it will definitely happen throughout the season. It's too early in the season to say, oh, well, just wait till next season. It's, it's just yeah. not going to happen. I You're going to introduce yeah. big just, pieces every week. I'm just hoping it happens I feel, sooner rather than later before it's too late. It's just we beat a dead horse, man, year in and year out from back to Ken Norton to now. Like, it's just the same old nonsense on defense every single year. I just, when I see uh, a third and four, and then I see, uh, you know, whoever, Molin, covering Julie Edelman, ten year, ten yards off the line, I'm just like, what the fuck's the purpose of this? <laughs> I, just I just don't understand. Who would have ever think that's a good play call? And what do you know? He runs five yards, turns around, throws at Edelman for a first down. She's like, come on, how don't you see this? <laughs> it, it, that's the type of stuff that bugs me. How how don't you have a linebacker on the running back at all times? Right. I, I just don't understand. How are you allowing this? I cannot up? count. I would I would like to know. And I, this the person I want to hear this from is that jo- I call him Josh Dumbo because his takes are very ignorant. Okay, I would like to see him post a stat on how many times they ran that halfback toss in a row. Like they, <laughs> it killed me. They they ran it like a thousand times in a row, and every single time they got like six, seven, eight yards, fifteen yards, twenty yards, sixty yards. Every everything, man. It was yeah, I went nuts, man. I haven't been so mad in a game in forever. And we got screwed by the refs, by the way. That was not a fumble. 
He reco- it was a fumble, but he recovered it. Josh Jacobs recovered his own fumble. And that could have changed the game because it momentum swings. We could have scored a touchdown there, and it could have changed everything. I, we don't know that, but I think we should. And, and, and Dom, I know you're the main host. I know I'm not the main host, but I think we should switch gears to offense a little bit because I uh, there are some idiots out there who are blaming today's loss on Derek Carr, and I <sighs> made it point blank tweet on the podcast that if you tweet tank for trevor i will block you and yet and yes some some somebody did tweet tank for trevor on the podcast to the podcast account and i, I was true to my word i believe uh, i think the, <laughs> offense, the offense did not play well today i don't think they didn't play terrible they didn't play well they made some mistakes that left points on the field uh, which reminded me somewhat of 2019 uh Carr's stats look pretty good, 24-32, two touchdowns, no picks. I don't think Carr played great. I also don't think he played horrible. This loss is in no way on him, um, but, I mean. He outplayed Cam Newton. Can we all agree with that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, uh, can I, I got a bone to pick with this little Waller situation, too, okay? Darren Waller is so dynamic. He is so good, and we've seen it. Us Raider fans have seen it. Everyone else in the NFL always hates on our players and everything else. But Darren Waller is so dynamic, okay? How are you not, and this is on Gruden, in my opinion, how can you not try to get this man open, okay? So I didn't see him hardly motion him. In my opinion, I was talking to my dad earlier. We could have put Waller in a slot because Waller kept getting – uh, nudge, man. He kept getting hit, and then that linebacker was just right there, two to three yards right by him. So he was never, he was never open. And I don't think we tried to get him open, which is really irritating to me because the Patriots, the Patriots made us one dimensional, and that's what they do the best. You know, Bill Belichick is always in the film room, just like John Gruden. But Bill Belichick, in my opinion, is the best coach ever to coach, and it's just he took Darren Waller away. And that now leaves a blueprint, and the NFL is a copycat league. So watch for teams to do that every week now. So yeah, but, I just don't understand. But thankfully, but thankfully, when most teams play us, we'll have Henry Ruggs on the field. Exactly. Our offense was so much slower without Ruggs, and it's crazy because Ruggs only had one catch last week, but it, it still made our offense more dynamic. I don't understand why Rico Gafford wasn't out there today. He was at least to be a decoy. Teams, that's why. Right, right. I saw him make a tackle on the kickoff, but I'm like, is but, that why? He, I don't, yeah, and and think about it. I don't even think – I think our offense is slow because of the type of play card that Gruden has. He knew that Bill uh-huh. Belichick – like I said, the West Coast offense is predicated on the tight end and the running back. That's exactly how right. John Gruden does it. So they took his tight end away, and John just seemed lost out there like, well, damn, they took uh-huh. away my, my, my number one receiver, what I'm going to do now. You still have Nelson Aguilar. You still have Zay Jones. Right. Hell, if you're not going to call a play for Rico – Put him out there because that's still 4-2 speed. Speed is always going to right. be a threat. Speed is something that you cannot teach at all. He's really He wasn't really calling it. He called a lot of the same plays. It was just ran in different directions. So it made it look as if Derek Carr wasn't doing his job or it made it look as if Derek Carr was missing plays when he wasn't. And he will run Josh Jacobs one right. time. Josh Jacobs will get stopped. He'll throw three or four passes. You have to keep feeding him. 
to get him in the rhythm, to get him in the groove. Because in the beginning of the game with Jacobs running, our running game was working. And then John just went away from him and started throwing the ball. You have to draw up plays against certain teams to get your tight end open. Have a screen. Have somebody come and screen his man. Do something to get him open. Get him a few catches. Get him a few touches. If you Just take the shot. Have him run streak down the field. Take the shot. He's a wide receiver with a tight end body. Just have him run. Sometimes, yes, he was double or right. triple team, but there are a few times where he was a single coverage where I felt Josh should have maybe, okay, we're going to come back to this play later. Let me circle it because I saw Waller was open. I I completely thought when when we got the ball down 13-3 to three, um, with 30 seconds or whatever it was, I completely thought that Gruden was going to run out the clock and go at halftime. I was impressed as hell that we went down the field and scored a touchdown. And I thought that momentum was going to play up into the second half. I'm watching the game. What made me mad the most was what we talked all week about in our chat. I told y'all that Gilmore one-on-one coverage is trash. Him and Richard Sherman, Mm -hmm. they're zone defenders. That's why they're so good. San Francisco plays a cover three zone. That makes Richard Sherman good because he always has safety help. New England plays zone because that makes Gilmore good because he always has one of the the twins, McCourty twins, as safety help. But when you play that one-on-one man coverage, we see what happens with Gilmore. And John went away from it. They played a lot of one-on-one coverage because they knew what they were doing as far as double-teaming Waller. They knew there wasn't going to be a threat downfield because of John Gruden play calling. But he should have ran more of that in the second half. I still think that we need a solid running back too, man. Uh, like it's proven. Like I, in my opinion, you can't keep feeding Jacob. It's obvious that he's not one hundred percent. Okay, hurt, so definitely. if he keeps giving the, he, he's for sure hurt. And it's just let me name a couple running backs that had high carries, right? And they got hurt. And they've kind of declined, especially this one guy. I'm about to say Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was a stud. And uh, the Rams kept feeding him and feeding him and feeding him and feeding him and feeding him. And he got hurt, and he hasn't been the same since, right? Uh, Le'Veon Bell, another one, high carry back. Man, if you do not have a solid running back, too, and you keep giving this boy Josh Jacobs 30 carries a game, which he didn't have, I don't think, anywhere close to that this game. I think he had 18. Uh, But he just... He's banged up, and if you keep workhorsing him, he's going to get hurt, and then that injury could be very serious, and it could really screw everything up. And mm-hmm. I just – we need a burner. We need a fast running back. Like, we really – Rashard's not it, and Booker's not it. Even though Booker, is, he's been doing all right, but he's still not it. We still need a running back, too, and I will live and die by that. Don, what was your points on the offense? Um, I think the offensive line is definitely struggling. Um, I think we patchworked it to make it work, and Good was just giving up too much pressure. Yeah, uh, John Simpson gave up how many penalties? I think it was like two or three. Yeah, three penalties. Um, and it's really collapsing the pocket, and that I think that some of the receivers were just not getting open. Like they were, it kind of reminded me of last year. Like it just they were just not getting open. Uh-huh. Um, and, and the one thing I definitely, you know, I think Carr played okay today. I didn't think he played bad, but I didn't think he played, you know, Monday night football caliber either, but I hate how he goes to protect the ball. As soon as pressure comes, he just like clams up and holds onto the ball with dear life and just waits for the sack. And that drives me crazy. 
um, where most other quarterbacks will try to spin out of it or something like that. And well, he did. He, he did avoid. He did spin out and avoid the stack on the very first a- drive after he climbed up, <laughs> and then he realized, so, oh, they're, quick, they're not quick. as close. Real quick, Dom, can, can you clarify something for me? Um, Denzel Good, he he's playing the backup for Trent Brown, correct? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know. I, it should be oh, Sam Young. Okay, just, just make it <laughs> Trent, Trent Brown, I, I, I'll, I'll leave it. Trent Brown needs to play the next game. Now, oh, he has uh, to. He it, has it's to. Just, it, then I blame the Raiders for not putting him on IR at that point or, or yeah, signing because, somebody yeah, yeah. to come in and play right tackle. Because so, IR so, is Donald Penn. Is Donald Penn still playing? So yeah, he's, Donald Penn. <laughs> he's still. He, he's, I think he's a free agent. I mean, we only, I think Donald Penn retired officially. We only gave up two sacks today. But, but I mean, they were crucial. It it's the pressure, yeah. <laughs> it, it gave. I mean, in the one sack that we gave up, what happened? It had been a touchdown because Carr fumbled. I don't really blame Carr for that mm-hmm. fumble because that pressure came from the backside. It came from whoever is Trent Brown. No, 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 no. I'm yeah, sorry. It, it came from incognito yeah. side. Whoever's taking over for Kyle Simpson. Yeah, it came from, it came from incognito <laughs> side. So Carr didn't see that coming. He got hit. Smooth from behind, and he fumbled the ball. He didn't see that, but the pressure came that caused that sack from Trent Brown's side. Trent Brown was there. That wouldn't happen. We all know that the boy is big. The boy is huge. He needs to get healthy because, like you said, IR for the season because of the pandemic is only three weeks. We could have put Trent Brown on the IR for three weeks. That would have opened up another position for us, at least for the next three weeks to go try to sign a veteran right tackle. Well, we missed two games, so if he comes back, this week against Buffalo, then we'll obviously know why he wasn't put on IR. But if he doesn't come back for Buffalo, then why wasn't he put on IR? It just pisses me off how I see this man, Trent Brown, live tweeting about the game, and he's not out there playing his former freaking team. Are you kidding me? Like, are you really serious, Trent Brown? Like, come on, man. And, and I just want to put this out there. At least he wasn't live tweeting. At least he wasn't live tweeting during the game about something that other than the game. Let's give him that much. Yeah, I don't. I don't put this loss on Derek Carr at all. Do did he play his best game? No. Did he play a bad game? No. Um, despite the score, despite the loss, he was the best quarterback. He was the be- He was the better quarterback on the field today. Um, mm-hmm. His numbers show that. I, I mean, the fumble. I told. You, I don't blame the fumble on him. He threw no interceptions. He threw no picks. The wide receivers they they couldn't get open today. I don't know what it was. I don't know what was what was really going on. I don't know maybe if they felt intimidated by playing this New England Patriots team or if they felt intimidated by you know, it, it being Bill Belichick. Offensively, I don't know what was going on. But when Josh Jacobs is walking off the sideline, he's limping, he's hobbling. You can see the frustration in his face. Like he was he was clearly upset. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe I want to ask you guys another question. Do you think that we kind of downplayed the Patriots? No, no, no. I, that. no. I think as long as that guy, as long as Bill Belichick is a head coach, you can't downplay that team. So, because he, regardless of who his personnel he, is, he's going he, to do his right. job. If he was coaching Cincinnati, they'd be three and zero probably. <laughs> That's how good yeah. a coach he is. And by the way, for those who say Trent for Trevor Lawrence, you know Joe Burrow is the greatest thing since. Slice bread. He's he's zero and three, or sorry, zero two and one. He hasn't he hasn't done anything. So everybody who thinks just getting a drafted rookie quarterback is going to solve all life's problems like Herbert and everybody else, it just it hasn't. But it hasn't they, worked. You, they have to understand who the coach is. John Gruden. You can act up, and this is coming from his former players and his current players. He has a hard playbook and system to learn. It takes time. 
So you can uh, bring in a to me bringing in another QB is is setting us back. Mm-hmm. At least three years. At least yeah, three it's, years. It's setting us back three years because that's how long. And it how takes. many? I have I have a trivia question for 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 all of you guys in John Gruden's coaching career. How many times has a John Gruden coach team draft a quarterback in the first round? I don't think he has. Zero. Yeah, I that would think be he correct. has. He hasn't. He's he's never drafted a quarterback. <laughs> He he doesn't really. No, he you know he drafted a court. He drafted Marcus Tuiasosopo, I believe, in the third round. But he's never drafted a first round quarterback. Oh, he's, yeah, that's just not John. I mean, he'll draft a late round QB, yeah, but he's not going to switch no first or second round pick. I don't believe on the quarterback. Yeah. And I mean, we're being so negative. I mean, we're being negative, obviously, because we lost the game. But overall, there is a lot of positive about this team. This team has a ton of talent. This team is two and one. I just do not understand how within the same week you can see us beat the Saints and then you can see us lose to the Patriots and then your mind is tank. I mean, listen, don't, that we, we got it. Let's just do it. We got it out the way. We got a, a terrible mm-hmm. game out the way. We got our first loss out the way. Let's shake off these jitters and let's prepare ourselves for for our Sunday home game against Buffalo. Against yeah, Buffalo. I would rather lose our first game to a really good team than a bad mm-hmm. team. Because uh, you might have lost it anyways, and you learn from that. Remember, a lot of these college kids coming out because we have such a young team never right. lost a game. <laughs> you know, it's just how it is. They just they're just not used to losing. So, getting that under their belt, learning from the mistake, <laughs> learn from it early, not in week fifteen, and not against you know the Panthers. You know, I'd rather have it be against the Patriots, a good team, uh, and and go from there. So, I want to wrap this up with kind of our. Uh, our, our thoughts on going into Buffalo. Um, Wait, Dominic, before, right, before, right before we do that, I just wanted to point out the Chargers and Broncos did lose, but Justin Herbert threw for 330 yards. So how many people are going to say he's God now? I mean, we can throw for three, four, or 500 yards, but it's not our offense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's not forget that Patrick Mahomes last year threw for 450 yards and lost, so that doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. Look how many touchdowns and yards. Uh, what's his name uh, from Tampa Bay now? New or New Orleans? Uh, Jameis Winston. He would always throw three, four, five hundred yards games. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm put, the 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 car haters are going to officially say that we. Well, they they talked about it last week. The car haters are all on mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, and they're probably going to be on that. Uh, okay. Before you wrap the block. Before you wrap this up, Dom, I just want to. Uh, Happy birthday to my son today. Um, outside they of the Raiders, yes, outside of the Raiders losing, you know, he was he was in here with his daddy, supporting the team. He was very upset, just like I was about the loss. So happy birthday, son! And uh, Raider Nation loves you. And, and we hope somebody from Raiders uh, organization for the loss sends him a signed jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get that taken care of. All right, well, we'll wrap it up on our uh, thoughts of going into Buffalo and, and what this game means. I'll start with you. I think that, um, you know, like like you were saying, some of these guys have never lost before. So this, you know, this could be a good thing. It might look bad right now, but it could be a good thing. It could be a nice hot slice of humble pie. All right. So you just re-ba- regroup. Everything will be all right. Maybe Except the defense, you know, uh, but I think that we should go, you know, it's in Vegas. Uh, it's our house, okay? We can't let no one come in and beat us there. So we're going to be fired up. 
We're going to be mad that we just lost this game. That was could have been winnable. It was easily winnable, but we just made mistakes. So I think that we turn around next week and we get the win. There. I um I think the Buffalo Bills are probably the best team that we've faced so far. They they are three and zero. However, it is worth noting today that they were up twenty eight to three and then fell behind thirty two to twenty eight and then came back and won on a game winning touchdown. So they are, I mean, they're very talented, but they did they did blow a twenty five point lead. I think we should uh, not forget that as we face them. With that being said, I do th- I do think we are going to win this game um, coming out. I think it's going to be I think we're only going to win by a field goal right or a touchdown. I think it's going to be a one score game, um, but I think the offense the offense should be healthier and the offense should be more ready. Um, hopefully, Trent Brown is back. Hopefully, Henry Ruggs is back. And even if Henry Ruggs is you know to the point where he's just a threat and not an actual production. Th- that would be better than no rugs at all, and that could still play a factor. You know, maybe Nick Kukowski, I hope I pronounced his right, comes back next yeah, week. He had, yeah, he um, They could have put him on IR, too. That, mm-hmm. That's crazy. He's not an IR. Yeah, well, they they he's missed two. Well, he's missed two games, so if... I mean, if if since IR is only three games and you don't get put on that, that to me, that means we think you should come back after just two games at the least. That's what I think, but maybe, you know, maybe I'm crazy. Um, so maybe Nick Kukowski comes back. Um, and I think we get the W. I think the offense will get back to form. The Bills have a very good defense, but I think uh, we'll be able to make adjustments, and I think we'll come back to form, and I think we'll win uh, by three to seven points. And Zerko, I'm going to give your thoughts, but I want to ask the question. I, I know it's only week four, but, you know, this is – we have very tough schedule the first, what, seven games pretty yeah. much. Um, given, you know, we played a really good team in the Saints and a really good team in New England and Buffalo being a contender uh, and really a good defense and offense, do you think this is really going to be a pivotal, pivotal, pivotal game in the sense that we're going to be a really good team moving forward, or we're going to just be an average team moving forward. Like, I, how, how is this going to propel us for better or for worse? Well, this game, um, I know it's early in the season, but this game it kind of has playoff implications on it because it may come down to, to us or Buffalo as far as who's going to get that that last playoff spot. So that's why I said this is a this is an AFC conference game. This is a to me this is a must win game because after Buffalo. We're headed to uh, we're headed to Arrowhead Stadium, to Kansas City, and we all know what happens to us there, unfortunately. So I, this game, I feel Sunday, we have to win. This game Sunday for me is is an early must win game. Um, we our offense has to score points. John Gruden has to call this game the best way he can. To me, he has to kind of call the game to perfection, and a lot of you know time is uh, manage the clock. God damn, that's a good catch. Time possession has to be good. Um, our defense has to step up tremendously. We cannot play the way we played today, despite, you know, the Abram interception and the Crosby two sacks. We have to be on our P's and Q's because that that Buffalo team can score. Mm-hmm. They put some points up on that board for sure. So we're going to have to match that energy. They're going to throw. That's oh, yeah. They're most the, I'm, expecting, <laughs> yeah I'm expecting about 350-plus yards to get thrown on us. I'm, because of our, our defense, like we said, as much as I want Paul Gunther fired, I don't think that this is the time to do it because we have to get – I mean, he's already here. If we're going to fire Paul Gunther, let that be after the Kansas City game, which I expect it to happen 
during that time anyway. But uh, we, we have to come out here. We have to be strong. We have to play strong, especially a home game. Anybody have any final thoughts before we sign off? Win, lose, or tie, Raider till I die. Okay. Unless you're some fans that I saw that said they're no longer fans anymore. But I mean, and the Raider, the Raider, the Raiders. This one game is not going to define the Raider season. If you think I, I, I under, I know there's a portion of fans that just hate Carr and they are always going to say thank for Trevor. But if you were not thank for Trevor before this game, I don't understand why you would be thank for Trevor after hey, this game. And I, and I hope there's not anybody out there like that. I will um, be the the guy who points out that. Three years ago, uh, we were two and zero, and we got our asses whooped by Washington in Week Three. And I, at the time, thought it was just one game too, but it ended up being a downfall of our season. I'm that is not going to happen this year because John Gruden is a better coach than Jack Del Rio. John Gruden will get this team back to where Jack Del Rio couldn't yeah, save real, them. That I think is that's the difference. Real quick before Final you go, words, if y'all think that this was a bad game for Derek Carr. Good. Let that be a bad game for Derek Carr because this is a learning game for mm-hmm. Derek Carr at the same time. If you think this was a bad game for Derek Carr, just know he's going to learn from his mistakes and he's going to be better the next game. Like I said before, this is only week four. This is still early in the season. It's a long season ahead of us. So uh, we're going to be good. We're going to correct these mistakes that we made in in New England, and we're going to go home on Sunday. We're going to show the world that we are capable of being that elite team that we're supposed to be. Amen. Well, with with uh, that said, we will uh, move on to Buffalo. Hopefully, win on Sunday, and we will give a nice victory podcast after that. So, with that said, uh, thanks for joining. Winners.